Hello, everyone, and welcome to NCEA Podcast. This is Kevin Baxter, Chief Innovation Officer for NCEA, and welcome to uh, our podcast for this week. Today, we've got a treat for you. We're going to um, share some highlights, brief highlights from the two keynote speakers, Dr. Howard Fuller and Dr. Marilyn Miranda from Notre Dame, uh, that we had lead off our first two sessions of our Catholic Leadership Summit last week. Um, we had great positive feedback for our uh, first two days of CLS. Um, we had a quote from one of our attendees who said, I didn't realize how much I needed to connect with Catholic leaders outside of my diocese to hear new ideas and be re-energized by their experiences. Thank you for creating this space for conversation. We're very excited about how the first two days went. Uh, we had great keynotes and great gatherings, great interaction among all attendees. And we're looking forward to the next two dates, which come up later in October, October 20th and October 21st. So we look forward to seeing all of you who were there. And today, please just enjoy some brief snippets from Dr. Howard Fuller and Dr. Marie Lynn Miranda. Thanks very much. Enjoy. So the frame then that I'm trying to set is that it isn't just leadership in a crisis as it has to do with the pandemic. It isn't just leadership in a crisis as it has to do with racial justice. It's leadership in a crisis of, of, of who is America or what type of America should we have? And Catholic schools and all schools as you deal with students are gonna to have to confront those very, very difficult issues. So let me step back for a moment then and try to put some framing on this notion of leadership. Because I guess we all have different definitions of, of leadership or we all have our own view as to what the characteristics are that would exemplify good leadership. So let me just throw out a couple of things. Number one, when you assume a leadership role, what you're saying is that you, you want to try to be a part of motivating people to carry out tasks in a certain way, to get certain things done. And, 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 and you have to do that not only by what you say, but also by what you do. And, and, and we all understand that how you actually do things many times means so much more than what you say. Because people are not listening to just what you say. They're also trying to look at, well, how do you actually function? How do you actually do the work yourself? Or the, how do you get these tasks done that you're asking us to do? And, and, and so the task is uh, really having the capacity, the task of leadership is having the capacity to see what exists while at the same time seeing what more is possible. So the 19th century philosopher, German philosopher, Schopenhauer stated, the task is not so much to see what no one yet has seen, but to think what nobody has yet thought about that which everyone sees. <laughs> and that's really the role of leadership, right? It, it, is, it, is, it is to look at things that everyone is seeing, but to be thinking about those things in ways that's maybe very, very different from what other people are thinking. So the task is not so much 
to, to see what no one has yet seen, but to think what nobody has yet thought about that which everyone sees. And, and so if you can do that, you can exercise leadership at any point in time. But always a leader has to what? Make decisions. Not just the easy ones, but the difficult ones. And, and, and I know that in today's world, you're making decisions that no one else has ever been required to make in your lifetime. I mean, that is to say that when you look at this pandemic, you look at racial injustice, you see what it is that's happening in this country and they're all coming together. It requires you to make certain types of decisions that I'm sure you never thought you would have to make in your lifetime, but here we are. And so the role of leadership at a moment of crisis is to be decisive, but it is to be decisive from a framework of respect for humanity and respect for what a just society ought to look like. You know, the real trick about holistic formation, which I know all of you are thinking about all the time, whether you're, you're working with the little biddles and um, pre-K or kindergarten, or you're working with the honorary middle schoolers, or you're, or you're working with, um, you know, high schoolers, the, the real trick to holistic formation is, uh, you know, as I said a little bit before, you want to help students find things that are really intellectually challenging for them and get them excited. So you, you light a fire in their minds, um, but you want to help them as well to be thinking about how that fire that's lit in their mind can also feed their soul. So how do you, how do, you do this combination of finding something that can keep you engaged and, um, and excited and, you know, frustrated because you can't figure it out, but you still go back to it, like, like all those feelings. And at the same time, sort of feel like, you know, it's not just my head that's in this, my, my heart is in it as well. And when we provide that kind of encouragement and that kind of environment for students, I believe that's the environment where this holistic formation that we value so much here at Notre Dame, and that I'm sure you value as well at your schools, and we have to think about that holistic formation, the you know, lighting a fire in people's minds and doing that in a way that lets them bring their whole hearts. We need to think about that for our teachers um, and for our staff members as well, all the way from, um, you know, all the way from the, uh, you know, the, the teachers in the classrooms to the people who come in and empty the trash and, you know, clean up the chalkboards and, don't you miss those days when <laughs> we could all just go in the classroom and and uh, be together? But we'll 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 get back there. But so we we have to do that for our faculty and staff as as well. And I think one of the ways that we do that is we 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 create we we create places where there is that ongoing clarion call, um, the, those those ringing church bells of for what gifts you've been given, you have an obligation to give back. And we're not just gonna, gonna say that to you like we're scolding you, like, are you living up to your potential? We're gonna say that to you like, how can we help you with that? How can we, how can we be people who help you to be your best self? 
So, you know, if ever there was a time where all of this was important, um, this, this crisis that we're in right now between COVID-19, racial injustice, um, and the economic dislocation that's going on right now, um, this is a time when I think that people, it, it, people can get discouraged, people can feel weighed down and brought down by everything that we're going through. And, and it's also hard, like teaching is so much harder. We, we finally figured out, um, especially if you're a new teacher, you finally figured out how to teach and now there's this whole new way you need to teach. And like everything is so much harder than it used to be. Um, but, but if we go through this hard thing together, then we can come through all of this stronger together. So um, the, the objective is not to survive COVID-19. The objective is to thrive and to become bigger, stronger, better, faster because we went through COVID-19. So we may have at the university, we have more digital assets as a result of COVID-19 to uh, support our classes going forward, even once we get back in the classroom. 